great soloists, inspiring musicians, magical conductors, simply sublime music. Welcome to the sound of the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra. Coming up on the podcast, taking a behind-the-scenes tour at one of London's premier music venues, the Royal Albert Hall. We can categorise ourselves properly as the most, the busiest building in the world. The finest music, the finest musicians. Welcome to the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra.
from J.S. Bach. That was Air on a G-String. As far as venues go, then there are none finer nor more prestigious, perhaps, than the world-famous Royal Albert Hall in London. Each year, it receives more than one and a half million visitors who come to see 400 shows on the main stage and another 250 in other parts of this iconic building. Fitting, then, to find the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra with their feet well and truly under the table there. But what's it like to work in such a prestigious venue? Tom King is head of the show and facilities department at the Royal Albert Hall. I suggested to him that being unaware of the staging of a concert meant he was doing his job well. Absolutely. I think the whole the approach is sort of seamless. You, you, we try and make things look seamless from, from any perspective of the audience coming into the hall. And that is really their journey from their walk through the door watching the show, having a meal, going to something afterwards, going to an exhibition, and then leaving. It's not just the production stuff that happens on stage. It's, it's trying to make the whole experience pretty seamless and perfect from, from the moment they walk in to the moment they leave. That's what we strive for. The building is very, very busy. I think we, are, we can categorise ourselves probably as the, most, the busiest building in the world in terms of the number of events we put on, not in terms of footfall, but we had 1.7 million visitors last year. But in terms of the number of shows we put on, over four, nearly 400 events in the main auditorium um, and another 250 across the other venues across the hall. So we are incredibly busy. So trying to strive for seamlessness, as it were, with those number of shows is really challenging. So it relies on a lot of very loyal members of staff, hardworking members of staff, and working together with our promoters and our clients who come in as well, such as the RPO and others, um, and, and making sure everyone has an understanding of how we operate and how we do things safely, but also to make things as smooth running as possible because you're in at 7 o'clock and you're out at 11 o'clock in the evening and it's, there's not much time there at all. So you don't really have a personal life at all. <laughs> this is your, you're married to the building, basically. Does that mean then that uh, you, you come into the whole process of a performance at quite a late stage or how, how soon do you find out what the, the true ramifications of a performance are going to be? It really depends. We're quite fortunate here because we have a, across the whole the calendar year, we have a fairly standard format now. So January and February is always a period we have Cirque du Soleil and, and, then, and then one of our sort of co-promotions with, with either Raymond Gubbies or somebody else. Um, and then the, the sort of spring period is made up of spring of, of school shows, classical concerts like the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra, classic FM concerts. And then we have the BBC Proms in the summer. We have a, a whole string of rock and pop shows in the autumn and in the spring. And then we have a Christmas festival again running up to the end of December. So we have an idea about how things are going to work. You then get the one-off big shows thrown at you. We had Skyfall, the, the royal premiere of, the, of the, the, the Bond film, which we used the back of the, the halls, the, the Queen Elizabeth II steps down to the Prince Consort Road. That was something you just... And the planning for that is just unbelievable, and that involves Westminster Council, the police, the promoter, all these Hollywood stars, the world media, all this sort of thing. You have to plan for that meticulously, and that takes months. I mean, it really does take months. But for something like a classical show or a rock and pop show, which are well-versed in coming into the building, they know what they're doing, um, it's, it's less complicated. So it's kind of you have, you have the sort of rough with the smooth. You have some really good days which you think, OK, this is, this is, we know what we're doing here. We know it's a classical concert. They're going to come in at 10 o'clock. They're going to have a rehearsal at 3. And then you have some events where it might be a big corporate dinner where you've got no idea. The Olympic dinner we had here for, with um, Prince William and, and Kate Middleton a few years ago. Massively complicated, so many stakeholders, and it's all sort of like, okay, all hands on deck, and let's just see how it goes, and hopefully at half past six we'll be able to let some people in here. <laughs> I'm glad to see that you can still laugh after such a description. Yeah, it's, 
well, it, it's a great job. The hall is, a, is an amazing place to work, and I, and I say that genuinely. I think you have a lot of staff members who've been here for for, for ten plus years. Quite a few people who who love the. There's a social side to it. We're all very close. There's a sort of kind of a hard working element, but also people really fall in love with the venue. I certainly have, and yes, there's a lot of laughter that goes on uh, because otherwise you'd you'd go, I think, a little bit insane. <laughs> Welcome to the sound of the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra, symphonic masterpieces played by a world-class orchestra. Feel the force of the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra in a one-off spectacular family event as they celebrate the most iconic music from Star Wars. Hosted by Star Wars voice actor Mark Silk, the concert will feature many galactic guests as they use the Force to remind us of the story that celebrates its 40th anniversary this year. To experience this unforgettable concert at the magnificent Royal Albert Hall on the 29th of October, book tickets now.
And that was the legendary music of Let It Be by the Beatles. Don't miss your chance to join the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra as they pay tribute to some of the finest musicals ever written in Let's Face the Music, a tribute to the greatest musicals. This spectacular evening will include the drama, romance, glamour and heart-pounding action from some of the greatest musicals, all performed in the glamorous surroundings of the Royal Albert Hall. To experience all the glitz and razzmatazz on the 20th of November 2017, book tickets now.
That was Gabriel Faure's Pavan. Gabriel Faure originally composed his sad, delightful little Pavan for small orchestra and optional chorus in 1887. Well, although he considered it an unimportant work, he thought well enough of the piece to incorporate it, minus the choir, into a much later suite of pieces called Mask a Burgermask. The magical miniature is a beautiful example of Faure's gift for combining exquisite melody with surprising harmonic shifts. Following the success of John Rutter's 70th birthday concert in 2015, the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra collaborate with John Rutter once again at the awe-inspiring St Paul's Cathedral. This concert will feature some of the most mesmerising pieces of music ever written, including Vaughan Williams' Tranquil Fantasia on a Theme by Thomas Tallis, a special premiere written by John Rutter himself, and Faure's magnificent Requiem. Join the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra and John Rutter for this special concert at St Paul's Cathedral on the 26th of October 2017. The final piece of music in today's podcast is Sibelius' wonderful march from his Corellia suite, which received such enormous success that Sibelius claimed you couldn't hear a single note of the music. Everyone was on their feet, cheering and clapping.
Thank you for listening to the sound of the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra. Tune in to our next episode in a fortnight where James Williams, the managing director of the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra, discusses what audiences can look forward to throughout the 2017 to 2018 season. The great thing about the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra is the sheer diversity of the repertoire that it plays. 